0: If you want to go the distance and make a lot of money online, you have to do what I call protecting the four walls, which is what's inside the house. You really have to understand that's where you figure out what life is all about. Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest, no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast, and today you're going to hear from a super special guy, my Papa, my dad, and it is Father's Day coming up, so I thought this would be pretty cool to drop right now. This doesn't have to do anything with Father's Day, but I invited my dad to come speak at the start of our recent coaching call, and it was called how I've made over $30 million uh, from online fitness coaching, uh, mindset to get there, and I had 10 killer tips. I let my dad take over. It was a 20-minute just bomb after bomb after bomb, value bombs that is, and it was just so epic. People were like, you got to bring Papa Looch back, and I thought I'd change the title of this podcast and call it how my dad has helped me make $30 Plus Million plus from online fitness coaching, and you will see that he has given me a foundation to build my life, which has led to how I've built this business. I think you are going to find this episode so, so cool. How often do you hear a coach's dad come on a coaching call and just take over and inspire, and he even took a couple questions around marriage. My dad just celebrated 47 years uh, to his best friend, my mom, and it was really freaking awesome, really emotional, just really sentimental, just so so much wisdom in just a short uh, period of time. You definitely want to grab some paper and grab a pen because he just drops so many golden nuggets as my dad does. If you've never heard my dad speak before, you're going to absolutely love this dad, love you. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you're going to go share this with all your friends. (laughs) And we really appreciate who you are. We love you, mama bear. If you're listening as well, and, uh, members who've already heard this live, you're going to want to listen to it again. And what I'm going to do here is just leave the whole episode on because after uh, the 20 minutes, I went right into, uh, my personal lessons on how I've gained $30 million. Uh, so I'll start in with online fitness coaching, and then I go into some Q&A. So you can get a little taste of what it'd be like to hang out with me and my students once per week. This is just one of many calls that we have, and uh, it's, it's uncut, it's unfiltered. Uh, I think you're going to really enjoy it. I think I dropped the F-bomb a couple times, so uh, uh, I will make my confession when I speak to the Lord next, but uh, it was just, I think, in the right context to get you fired up, and just so much... Th- so much stuff in this in this one call. So if you're interested in making money on the internet as an online fitness coach, listen to my dad's advice, listen to my advice, listen to the questions from our students, and freaking enjoy this episode. I think you're going to love it. We're going to let everybody in. Hey, guys, welcome. We're going to get started. We do have a guest here, it appears, and <laughs> welcome to this training on, uh, I've produced a, a nice little chunk of change since starting my online uh, coaching business here. And uh, really excited to share these lessons. So I'm hoping to pump up these lessons in about 15, 20 minutes max, and then open up the final uh, 20 minutes, sort of 40 minutes of Q and A. So um, let's just take a quick moment and drop some wins in the chat. What's been going well this morning, this past week, real quick, let's light up the chat. Love to hear how you're doing. How you feeling? JT, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm fantastic. Middle of the week. Love that uh, Love that we all get together and do this in the middle of the week. It's something to look forward to. Uh, and uh, I'll just show out Justin. Justin did close two clients yesterday at 2300. Y'all drop some more wins in the chat. Uh, you know how it works. So bring it on. Holy macro, Veronica, are you kidding me, girl? Yes. So Veronica was in our Houston uh, Mastermind event. And Veronica, I hope you don't mind me putting you a bit on the spot, but you did have cold feet. You knew you had to join the seven figure mastermind and uh, you you didn't make the leap in Houston. That's okay. We're not going to forget that. We're not going to post that publicly here just to the 37 people here live. That's okay. But you knew deep down in your gut that you had to join. You made the leap. You got access to this community and 10 K in your first week. And Veronica, what are you like? 20, 22 years old. That is insane. 24. Unbelievable unbelievable i don't know many if any 24 year olds making ten thousand dollars in a single week so congratulations i'm so happy for you excited so hey listen uh papa luch how are you doing today for those who don't know i had the dad that was at every single cross-country race growing up so i had the dad who came to the races where you didn't want your parents to come to the races He's like dad this is just district 10 like come to Quasa, come to Offsa, don't come to district 10 that would be at every single event so i have uh been blessed to have a very highly engaged father maybe sometimes a little too much that's okay we'll deal with that in therapy dad we love you I know you always got great great wisdom to share with us Uh, what's on your heart these days before I get into it
1: well I was just thinking just to really make it real quick here because uh, I know Vince wants to get down to business Um, I was just thinking about something that one of his mentors and coaches and he's a friend of mine too Cooley and Pedro's made a comment in his uh, book, Man Up, but I've um, heard him say it in person when Rosetta and I spoke at the Functional Aging Institute, he was one of the speakers. And one of the lines that he has that really, I think, fits what I want to share here is, and it might sum up a lot of what Vince is going to say later in the morning. Um, the thoughts you, the, the two things are, the thoughts that occupy your head and the people you associate with will make or break you. And I have found that to be true. I just turned 70 uh, years young. And uh, I have found that to be true. This morning, I got off a call with my moth group, Men of Fire. There are a bunch of men that I meet with. Um, over every few years, I recycle a new, new group of guys. And uh, your thoughts, when I was in my early 30s, I had a thought from Napoleon Hill, who said, today's obsessions become tomorrow's realities. And I think... You can apply that he was applying it to wealth creation, and at that time i I don't have the same focus on wealth that maybe some of you folks have or my son has, although I feel myself wealthy, I'm wealthy in relationships, I yes, I have a beautiful home, I have a beautiful car, I have a beautiful wife, I have a lot of beautiful things. but I said to my wife the other day, you know if I had none of this stuff and I still had you, I'd have everything, and that's how I feel after forty seven years married to her and almost 50 years of knowing each other. So we met as sweethearts in university. So the thoughts, today's obsessions become tomorrow's realities. And they do, for good or for ill. And then uh, the people you associate with, the uh, relationships that you have, the intentionality with which you have those relationships. And you'll probably discover in different seasons of your life, the people you start with won't be at the end, there at the end. And there will be one or two who still will be. And so cultivate those friendships. Um, Related to Vince, I just wanted to say this. Vince has a lot of great qualities. Uh, Vince and I are both kind of a bit punchy. We both have some of the same. I don't know if you did an IQ test, if we'd have the same level of IQ, but we have a lot of piss and vinegar in us and a lot of uh, stick-to-itiveness, never quit, never die. And I was just thinking this morning as my men and I were talking about Dad's Day coming up, and I was thinking about my, my dad, who's in heaven now. Uh, the only time I ever heard my dad really express love for me, and he loved me, but he didn't know how to show it or say it. He screamed at me while I was winning a race, uh, a championship in Toronto. And he said I could hear him from across the track. It's the only verse, voice I could hear. It was Forza Luciano, Forza, which means strength. And I bookend that with my mother's words to me as she was dying: "Was coraggio, Luciano." So those two words have defined my life: strength and courage to crash through quitting points. And I think that characterizes Vince in many ways. Vince has had a growth mindset. Uh, Vince is, uh, exemplifies the statement that I've lived by: "If you think you're green, you'll grow. If you think you're ripe, you'll rot." And um, I think one of the greatest qualities of a leader or a leader in the making or an entrepreneur is that they have the capacity to receive feedback without saying, but, 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 um, so those are a couple of things I just wanted to share. You know what I mean? Just, um, the thoughts that occupy your mind. And, um, for me, uh, I wanted to be successful in the life calling that I had the work I did for sure. I was obsessed with that. In fact, in my early forties, my wife was reading books called, um, when love dies and when your marriage disappoints you. And I think she was talking she was thinking about me. And I was so married to my work. I was so married to the addiction of the ego food that I was receiving nonstop. And of course she chose to be at home with the kids. And I think Vince's stability and his brother's stability is a credit to their mom playing the long game and um, creating a solid foundation, which I helped her do. We gave the kids roots and they found their own wings. My kids all make more than I ever made, all three of them, the two entrepreneurs and the teacher. I've never made as much as my children have made, but we gave them roots. And if you have a family, I would encourage you not to just make your own roots, but make roots for your children. Make, plant trees that your children and grandchildren will be able to live under someday, um, So that's kind of all I had, Vince. I I don't want to take your time here. I know you guys have value. Your time is valuable. I will say this. Make sure that you distinguish between your valuables and your values, between your net worth and your self-worth. Go for all the net worth you can, but make sure you know what it's costing you. And make sure you have a set of core values that you prize highly and practice day in and day out. Um, I am so in awe of people who choose this way of life. But I'm also... I'm also um, sobered by the many that I know who started down this path and are no longer on it. It was either too hard, they quit too soon, they didn't have the right thoughts and they didn't have the right people pushing them, motivating them, and I prefer the word inspiring them to move forward. So, mm. how's that, Vince? Is that helpful?
0: Yeah, that was awesome. I'm gonna, guys, if you got a question for Papa it was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, Natalia's got a question for you. Um, best advice to a long-lasting marriage. Well, one of them is it's easy to lose your, it's easy to leave your spouse,
1: but it's very hard to leave your best friend. That's one. Um, because I'm a spiritual man, I like to say that the triangle. Make sure you have a center that it transcends you both. If all you have is each other, you're you're in trouble because no one can generate the love, the unconditional, the vast amount of love that's required to make someone happy. God never meant for any one person to make you meet all your needs. Um, And uh, they can meet a substantial amount of your needs, but not all your needs. So you got to find a source beyond yourself. So those two things I think would be, you know, and then there's skills like master the art of communication, I talk about the vitamin C's for a healthy marriage when I do weddings for people, communication, commitment, compromise. It's wise to compromise courtship. If you don't keep courting, you end up in court, that's the best friend part um, consideration, be thoughtful of one another's needs. You used to play soccer and coach soccer, anticipate where the ball is going to be anticipate where your spouse is today as you arrive home or as she arrives home, um, like be alert, be aware, be all there, be there. Wherever you are, be all there, especially in your relationships. You don't get a second chance very often at relationships. And uh, I somehow or other early in my life, I knew that the best thing I can do for Vince and his brothers is love their mother. And my boys all know that she comes first. She's first ahead of all of them every single time. I don't dote over my boys. And I get nervous when I see my daughters-in-law uh, Loving their children as much as they should probably be loving their husbands. (laughs) So You know, you you don't have a, your kids are going to go. And who knows, maybe your spouse will go too, for that matter. But make it hard for them to leave you. Don't make it easy for your children to want to be away from you or your spouse to be away from you. Make it really, make it attractive to be around you. Be the safest person on the planet for them. Be the person of grace. Where they feel totally empowered and supported and encouraged. And in that environment, they will receive your feedback for correction. So if it's needed. Hope that's helpful.
0: <laughs> Guys, he's just getting started. You <laughs> think he's winding down? We, Thanks for giving get... me
1: one minute. Thanks for giving well, me one minute. This.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, no one's no one's gonna cut you off here, Dad. So thank you so much. Guys, what what landed there for you? Just let's pause. In the chat, uh, something must have spoke to you. I'd love to hear what it was. We're all at different stages of life. Many of us are in relationships. I appreciate you sharing all this stuff, Dad, because, you know, that is the foundation of building a business, right? Having the stable and there's seasons in in relationships that are hard and uh, it can make it really hard to show up. So this stuff, like, what is this? What does this have to do with business? Everything.
1: It has everything to do with business. Well, let me just give my last little tip. This is something you guys can all use with your own clients. Like my own coach, I'm a, I, in the last 10 years of my life, I've been a leadership life coach. My own coach taught me the, the triangle of foundation. Um, like who you are is the foundation. What you do is where you want to be productive. And skills is how you do it. So the who, the what, and the how. And often you come to a coach, someone like Vince, for the what and the how, but hopefully you stay for the who. And if your who is off, it's going to affect your what and your how. You're not going to be able to perform over the long haul. You've got to have a foundation that has integrity to it. And I don't just—I don't mean honesty. I mean the integrity of a building. You know, you hear architects talking about the integrity of a building or a bridge, or they say that the, the Titanic sank because it didn't have integrity. There was a leak. And it, it went into all the other compartments. So if you're if there's a if, if your foundation, your I consider your foundation to be your health, your finances, um, your relational fitness, um, your emotional life, your emotional intelligence, all that stuff. And then your work environment to be a foundation. If any of those are off, like significantly, it's going to affect how you, what you produce and the sustainability of it. And whether it thrives or just barely survives. So who, think of your who, your what, and your how. And uh, remember, notice that the foundation, the who is the widest, it's the base. It's the thing from which you launch. So I hope Mm -hmm. that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, this is where the mindset stuff comes into play. And I had a tough conversation with a client recently. And, uh, yeah, she was really, really discouraged. And, um, you know, I I just said, hey, this sounds like stuff that we need to act, you know, maybe with, you know, professional in the therapy world. And and, and she just blurted out, I'm sick and tired of therapy. I don't need it. I just need just there's people who are very successful in life who uh, are a mess. I just need to build my business. I don't need to worry about I'm not spending any more money on therapy. And, And that pretty much said it all. Pretty much said it all and i think it's really really hard it's really really hard to look inwards it's like i'm not saying we always look inwards you know when i was coming up nobody talked about any of this stuff when i went to masterminds it's just pure like tactics 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 strategies funnels ads copy promos like cool stuff nobody got personal Hey, quick pause in today's episode. Hope you are really getting a lot out of this conversation. Can we ask you to drop a quick review on how we're doing with the show while you're listening? Hit us up with a five-star rating or take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your social media. Tag me at Vince Del Monte and We want to help as many people as possible. So sharing is a great way to do it. Now back to today's episode. No, there's no vulnerability talk. Uh, now we have just so much awareness of like you know what this world can do, it can create a lot of dysfunctions that I believe that it is necessary to talk about because I think if we had this awareness back then we would have talked about it, and I think she was like just just let's stick to business, let's just talk business. I'm like we've been talking business for years, like you're stuck. It's not a business problem; it's a personal problem that's showing up in your business, and I think you can't you can't do that work if you don't want to look in the mirror and looking in the mirror is really, really hard. So that, I just said that because I think a lot of us need to just be reminded that at the root, there's always a deep, at the, at the root of a tactic or strategy not working, there's something deeper rooted. I'm not saying we have to go just focus on that, uh, but it can certainly help you stay steady and um, just kind of Manage some of the resi- re- uh, re- resid- residue that comes with this business. Does that make sense, guys? Yes. All right, Dad. Uh, go I'll enjoy your there, days thanks. with Mom. You guys yeah, are going away. You guys, what are you time doing time today? Time. My dad's got more of a social life than I do.
1: We're gonna ride bikes around the Georgian Bay. How's
0: that? That's amazing. So that's,
1: yeah, it's it's not what you say. That, it's it's what you do that shows what you believe, not what you do. What you believe and you never do <laughs> so it's right so yeah anyways take care guys have an right. awesome have a an, have an inspired
0: day see ya thanks papa luch guys is that cool or what ever been ever been on a mastermind train with the one of the coach's dad pops in and takes over for 20 minutes uh it's pretty cool right um well hey i don't even feel like what i was going to share is is uh <laughs> is valuable but uh where should we go from here? I've got a couple of things here. I feel like my dad just said everything, but, um, you know, I wanted to talk about just, you know, mindset stuff. Maybe I'll just kind of condense it. Um, I'm trying to emphasize some of the more tactical things that was said. So I do have a short list of um, things that I wanted to share with you guys. That's helped me produce uh, tens of millions of dollars uh, since starting and um, I'm glad you guys liked him. If we can, if you guys want, we could definitely have him come speak at our next event as well, or just bring him back on these weekly trainings here or there. But I wanted, to, I do want to talk about mindset a bit. Couple couple things here, guys. Um, you know, that speaks a lot to protecting, you know, the family, you know, don't export what's not working inside the home. And, and you know, having gone through a lot of personal stuff myself, uh, it is, it, it, it does make us vulnerable. Like it's, it's, it's hard. I'm just going to kind of share a really brief lesson. All you guys have personal lives. you got, Relationships, your family, um, all of us have coming from different backgrounds and stuff, and I just find that if you want to go the distance and make a lot of money online, you have to do what I call protecting the four walls, which is what's inside the house, and you really have to understand that's where that's where you figure out what life is all about. So. While we're out building our business, we have to ensure that we're protecting the four walls and the four walls, not just of our home, but uh, the four walls of our heart and being ensure you're all protecting the four walls of your mind and that you have things in place that rejuvenate you and that help you uh, gain clarity, uh, sit in your thoughts, sit in your feelings. And all this stuff is crazy to say, you know, crazy sound stuff from a guy who's a business coach, but I know it would have saved me a lot of uh, heartache and I know it would have saved a lot of my buddies' heartache. Um, It would have saved a lot of my buddies a lot of issues. So what I mean by that is what are some of your daily rituals that help you function when you're in the business? Is it journaling? Is it taking a 45-minute walk each day? Is it taking a trip every three months? But in, in the chat, just how are you protecting your mind? Is it reading? Uh it, this is not stuff you post on social media, by the way. This is stuff that happens in the dark, if you will. This is stuff that happens in the quiet. How are you protecting your mind? How are you protecting your fault four walls? You know, if you've got kids, what are you doing to protect your kids? All right. Last night I went to the movies with John Luca. We went to see Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, and we had a blast. There was one part in the movie I thought it was movie uh, over, and I jumped up and I, yes, let's freaking go. John Luca goes, Dad dad (laughs) it's scary because I've become more like my dad and we just had a great time watching transformers together and yes uh I I told Flavia that it was a pg it might have been pg 13 but it was it was all good um good action film you know got to make sure taking my daughter Amelia to Canada's Wonderland she's so excited we get the vip pass skip all the lines she holds my hand through the whole park and it's just it is so sweet so what are the things you're doing to ensure you have? I love it. I love it, guys. I see what, I see all the answers coming in. What are you doing to protect your heart, protect your mind, protect your body? These are really crucial. And if you see yourself as an entrepreneur, you're, not, you're an entrepreneurial athlete. So we have to have these rituals in place so that, that we can uh, withstand some of the setbacks, many setbacks that come with being in business, which is like out on the battlefield. So that's number one. Number two, We hear this whole thing, 1% better every day. That's a load of crap. Nobody's getting better 1% every day. 1% better every day is 365% a year. If you are getting better 365% every year, I just, I I don't know. Someone do the math here. That's, that's not happening. Nobody's getting better. I get the point. I get the point. Just little, you know, micro changes, but think about what about 0.0001% better every day. Right. And again, this mindset just enforces the long game. One percent better is not happening every day for anybody. Uh, maybe 0.0001% better every day. So, again, it's like the gym, right? You want to coax the gains, we're not trying to force the gains. So, we want to, we're not you're never going to force muscle growth, but you can coax muscle growth. Like uh Lee Haney said, stimulate, don't annihilate. We're stimulating every single day, It's a little stimulation, all right, building up our skill sets, right? Uh, number three, this is more tactical, social capital. If you see the people I know who've got the biggest businesses from like organic marketing have put up the most social capital. You look at the big guys online, like N Myled and Grant Cardone and uh, Dan Locke. Like, these guys have massive platforms, loads, hours and hours and hours of footage. Gary V, just like, it's just, you know, hours and hours of video. If you think of it like your favorite TV show, it's just like season after season after season of content and it just compounds. How many of you guys all started, um, you know, watching uh, a TV show after it was out for like three years, five years. I remember I discovered breaking bad after five seasons, I discovered game of Thrones, like right near the end. Um, How many of you guys are just starting seasons that were out years and years ago. You never heard of, well, that's what it's like with your business when you're putting out content for years and years and years, somebody, figures you out, bought your discovers you, they go all the way back to season one, if you will, and they consume all your content. And then that's how they become a lifelong customer. So when you're creating content, you have to think of your content in terms of I'm building a library. I'm creating a massive library of content that uh, a new lead is going to go back and that content is going to accelerate them all the way through to a point where then they're ready to buy. Has anybody ever done that? Maybe you guys did that with my stuff and then you're ready to buy. You're like, I'm going to go check out Vince's YouTube channel. I'm going to check out his podcast. You binge, you binge, and then you're like a fan. And then you're like, ah, who, who made this series? Oh, I'm going to watch every series this guy made. Make sense? So this is called social capital. We're all building social capital. The guys who make the most money have the biggest social capital bank accounts. So when you're, when you're making content, you're making a, a deposit in their Goodwill bank account that makes sense? So on days you're like, oh man, nobody responded. No, you made a deposit. You're making deposits. And See, all of us, we do these promotions and they like, oh, it, it flopped. If I hear it flopped, I don't hear it flopped. They just hear you try to make a withdrawal when there was little, very little money in the bank. Does that make sense? So your re- promotions are a reflection of how much money you put in their bank, Goodwill Bank account. All right, number four, pitfall. You guys mind if I swear Figure it the fuck out. All right. Or figure it the F out. Um, this is the number one skill I believe as an entrepreneur because figuring it the F out is a skill set you need because as you're building your business, you guys are going to face setbacks. Promos aren't going to work out. You'll have team members quit. You'll have coaches who try to poach your clients. You will be faced with all sorts of chaos. So, F-I-T-F-O is a, is a mindset. It's a skill you need to develop. The more you flex this muscle fit foe, the better you're going to be able to handle all the challenges that come your way. And this is a skill, my friends. This is a skill. There's certain people who get faced with challenges and they just crumble. Oh, they just crumble. There's other people who see this as, hey, this saw is going to get sharpened today. I'm going to sharpen this saw of fit bow, figure it the fuck out. All right. So that's what we need to embrace. Um, this is a skill. It can be developed. The more challenges you face, the sharper this saw gets. Uh, number five, long view. This is not a marathon. This is an ultra marathon times 10. So a, a thing that showed up at the mastermind I ran last week at my house in Franklin was uh, one, of, one of the individuals asked, how do you start the month at zero? Like, it's so frustrating. I made 20 K this past month. I made 40 K this last month. Now I'm at zero. You're not, you're not at zero. You're never at zero. All of your gains from the last year, the last couple of years, they're all compounding, just rolling into the next month. So try not to measure success a month at a time, but measure it in terms of like a year at a time, you know, three years at a time and realize that, all the content you've made, it just didn't disappear. You've built relationships with people. You have customers. You have people who are ready to resign. You have people who are ready to give you referrals. You have people who are ready to come to an event if you announce it. You have people who are on the edge of a transformation. They're about to send in their before and after photos. You have to trust that what you're doing is reaping a harvest. You're planting seeds every day. They will not just stay stuck in the ground. Those seeds will sprout. You hear what I'm saying? So a lot of us, we just quit before the harvest comes out. We just leave the field. <laughs> Dude, the, the, the seeds are grown, but they're in the dark. You can't see them. All right. So we got to play the long game. All right. And just knowing like, are you all committed to doing this with or without me and without the people in this room? So what's the freaking rush? I remember Gary V always saying stuff like, So you want to become a millionaire. You're 26. What's the big deal if it happens when you're 31? Why does it have to happen next year? What's the freaking rush? Yeah, I get it. You know, time's ticking and all that. But why do you guys put so much freaking pressure on yourself? Oh, because that's that's what entrepreneurs do. A lot of entrepreneurs are dysfunctional. All right. So we have to play the long game. The bigger the ambition, the slower you have to go. I think where says that a lot, the bigger the ambition, the slower you have to go. When I ran my half marathon, with six weeks of training, number one thing I applied was walk the hills because the hills are the most costly. So I walked all the hills. Average 6'11", a kilometer. Uh, first time I ran a half marathon with six weeks of training, but it's because I had a very specific strategy. Um, strategy I didn't run the hills. I wouldn't have even finished the race. Same thing. A lot of you guys are trying to sprint when you should be walking. All right. And there's just times where you just have to just get into the, into the groove and just enjoy the ride. All right. Um, <clears throat> number seven, or actually, number six, um, zoom out when you're losing perspective, when you're feeling when you're feeling like in a rough patch, just zoom out. And again, just try and look at your progress from like, wow, look how far I've come. This ties into my next one. Live in the uh, gap. Um, sorry, live in the game, not in the gap. Um, you guys have probably read this book by Dan Sullivan. If you haven't, make it your next book. It's called The Gap in the Game. Very popular book inside our coaching program strongly recommend you guys all go through it and it just helps you understand that a lot of us measure success based on where we think we should be and it's kind of like seeing the horizon and there are horizons the equivalent of your goals and like look at the horizon oh and you're trying to always touch the horizon but you can never touch it never touch the horizon you just keep like oh oh man just as soon as i can touch that horizon the horizon doesn't exist it's just a concept. It's way out there in the future. You're never going to touch the horizon. The horizon just designed to pull you in a direction. And if we're always measuring where we think we should be, then we miss measuring backwards. Always measure backwards. Write that down in the chat. Always measure backwards. Always measure backwards is to always measure how far we've come from. And when, the more you do that, m- more gratitude. And I believe gratitude is the number one mental lubricant. Gratitude keeps you pliable. It allows you to adapt to tough situations because when you're in a place of gratitude, you're able to reframe what could be seen as, oh man, my business is only at $30,000 a month. Oh man, like really? Did you just say that out loud? Yeah, but there's other people who are, since when did this become a race? And that really is just a place of trauma that happens during this journey. That tells us that we're not enough, which creates more pressure to push harder, but then it forces us to commit to all sorts of stuff that we shouldn't be involved in because it's the sense of productivity, because that's what we're told to do, which is a load of crap. Biggest line in entrepreneurship is that, the, is that the, you have to always be productive. You can't always be productive. That's impossible. I understand it, but there can be intentionality. You, you're never always going to be productive. So we put all this pressure on ourselves, and then one day we just break because we don't feel like we, we, we're capable of this. So there has to be a piece of your life where you're measuring backwards and you're just appreciating, wow, this is insane that I am working from home in my freaking pajamas. How many of you guys are still in your pajamas? And you're making insane amounts of money. Yes, this is insane. Sometimes you have to slap yourself in the face and realize that you're living a pretty insane life. You are. Don't worry about what other people are. You are. That's what matters. Uh, number eight, comparison comes up a lot in this journey. So one of the things, uh, if, there's, if comparison is showing up for you, it's because you don't feel like you're worthy. It doesn't. It's because you don't feel like you're bringing enough to the table. And this comes from not being present in the moment and appreciating and owning your own journey. It's measuring your journey against others. And it comes from feeling like I'm not enough, so I have to see what other people are doing. And when I see what other people are doing, I'm going to go hard, and then that gives me a sense of worth. But you are enough. You have enough right now to serve the people that you are designed to serve right now. And when you when you operate with, hey, I have enough to share right now to impact people's lives and to make a difference in people's lives, you will operate from a place of gratitude and appreciation and all this stuff that we teach you, you're going to be able to implement it more effectively. I know that's a weird concept by am enough because we've been told all through our lives, like, no, this is the bar. No, this is the bar. This is the bar. Okay. A lot of those people who keep setting the bar higher and higher are dysfunctional themselves and they're selling you a product. All right. And they have to keep selling that product because people can't, <laughs> it's just an unsustainable product. <laughs> so anyways, another podcast for another day, number nine, build your tribe. A lot of you guys are doing really amazing at building your community. Take care of your community. Like, what can you do today that just shows your community that you truly care? You really care about them. Maybe it's just showing up again. Maybe you're already doing that. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's just telling them, hey, guys, you guys are amazing. Uh, maybe it's just bringing another level of, of intensity. Uh, maybe it's um, just recognizing somebody. But just appreciate what you're building. Appreciate your people. All right? Don't take them for granted. I think that's what a lot of us do. We just take our people for granted. We just assume they're going to be around forever. And uh, just, just appreciate that whether you have 10 people, 50 people, 100 people in your coaching program, those are people who are trusting you with their time, with their money. Like, go let them know I appreciate you. I don't take your time. I don't take your money for granted. Tell them that today. I don't take your guys' time and attention for granted. Uh, Last one here, number 10, the grass isn't greener on the other side. And and this comes down to mentorship. I do want to tie this in because I see a lot of people, they don't get the most out of this coaching program. And, you know, you got to complain, oh, man, I was really dissatisfied. I was really dissatisfied with my experience. Okay, listen, I always own that. When someone says that to you, I say, hey, I'm so sorry that we missed the mark. Always validate feelings. All right, I'm so sorry that we missed the mark. I'd love to hear some feedback. Don't spare my feelings, lay it on me. All right, I'll take on, I wanna hear, so what happened? Now saying that at the same time, so oh, I had such a, I had a, such a dis, just had such a disappointing experience. <laughs> I can't say that to me. Um, oh, such a disappointing experience. I, I'm like, dude, like what, what kind of what experience? you what is this, is an amusement park? Is this, <laughs> this is a coaching program. This isn't freaking Canada's Wonderland. This isn't Disney park, this isn't this is Disney world. You came into a coaching program. This is how it works. It's your job to get the value from the program. If you're not showing up to one of the gazillion calls we have each week that Alejandro's promoting, sending you on text message, that's your fault. It's not my fault. That's on you. If you're not getting the value from the program, or maybe you haven't learned how to raise your hand and ask for help, why aren't they supposed to come and see how I'm doing? No, this isn't babysitting. You're an adult. You come and get what you need. That's how coaching works. All right. We will tell you how to hold yourself accountable, but you have to show up. It's not my job to check in and see, hey, how are you doing? If you're not getting what you need, come and get it. We've got three live events every year. There's a full blown portal. You can book calls. You can ask questions, grow the F up, become a massive impacting human being. All right. You hear what I'm saying? This is also how you need to communicate with your people. I know that message might be a little hard. If this is how I'm coaching you, and this is how you're getting results, then you're probably in a good position to share this message with your people as well, because they need to grow the F up. Now, we say this with love. We don't say this because I'm angry. I'm not angry. I'm saying this with love and compassion. I want to help you, but I can't help you if you're not willing to help yourself. So before you share one of these more intense messages, just check your heart. Just make sure it's not coming from a place of anger, but it is coming from a place of love. And sometimes people just need to hear that message. So having that message in all your marketing that, hey, you guys want to write these lines down. I will be your guide, but I'm not going to be your savior. All right. I will carry 50 bricks, but I'm not carrying 51 bricks. If you want this more. So if I want this more than you do, this isn't going to work. All right. That's how good coaching relationships work. I'm not the hero. You're the hero. I'm just the guide. If you need support, ask. Don't hide in the shadows. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't start to become a victim. You're going to become a victim of this coaching program. No, don't be a victim in any area of your life and say, Hey, there's other members in this group that are succeeding. What are they doing differently than me? What can I learn? What's the opportunity that I'm missing here? I'm going to pause there.